It's been another great year for North Carolina women's basketball and head coach Courtney Banghart. Well, it only makes sense as they get ready for the NCAA tournament that we have a little chat with Coach to hear how she and the team are getting ready for the big dance. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. Welcome into this bonus episode of Locked on Tar Heels. If you're looking for today's full show with myself and Coach Pat Kilby, you can find that as well on YouTube and in the audio feed. I'll even link it right here so that you can click right on there and go over to it. But we wanted to get you this conversation with head coach Courtney Banghart ahead of the women's tournament, which the selection show will be on Sunday, and then we'll find out who the ladies are playing. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Network. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Let's get right into the interview. Welcome into this special edition of Locked on Tar Heels on International Women's Day. It's also my daughter Poppy's fourth birthday. And so appropriately, we are here celebrating the lead up to the Women's NCAA Tournament. What a perfect day, a perfect time to connect with the head coach of North Carolina women's basketball, Courtney Banghart. Coach, it's great to have you on. Carolina sitting at 21-10, 11-7 in ACC play. Six wins over ranked opponents this year, 11 games out of your 33 against ranked teams. What a crazy gauntlet of a schedule it's been for you. And with that in mind, I want to just right out of the gate talk about the Tar Heels credentials for hosting one of being one of the host sites for the NCAA tournament. For those who might not be aware, in the women's side of things, the first and second rounds are at host school sites on campus, unlike the men's, where all neutral sites. And so the top 16 overall seeds all get to host the first two rounds at home. And so we might get some games inside Carmichael. What a great thing that would be. So coach, pretend I'm selection committee chair Beth Getz. Make a case to me for the Tar Heels being one of those top 16 teams to host the first two rounds. You know, I think the committee is is charged with a really tough job. Lots of good teams. You know, I, I get that. Um, but there are some standards of comparison that are pretty consistent year to year. And one of them is the quality wins. As you, as you noted, we've got six, which is tied for fourth in the country, into six top 20 wins throughout the season. Um, and then another area is they look at bad losses. And those are losses that are outside the top 100. Um, we have no losses outside the top 60 even, you know, so we've, we've really been challenged. And they also look at the strength of schedule in which we have the 12th hardest uh, ranked schedule in the country. So with the three metrics that traditionally they have used, um, I like our chances. Um, every committee is a little different on what they value. We also, for part of our losing streak there, we were without two starters right. um, and in one of the games without three starters. And um, that was something that I think the committee understood because our ranking didn't didn't suffer tremendously because of that. Um, so yeah, two top five wins, sixty six top twenty wins. You know, no bad losses and, and a very tough schedule throughout the year. I like our chances. And even to the eye test, you look at this team at full strength, which it's back to now, and you feel good about it. And and you talked about those losses. Of the five losses to ranked teams, for example, three of them were within four points or less. The two heart, oh, my heart broke those Virginia Tech games. Yeah. And then obviously the loss to Duke in the ACC tournament last week. 
So, uh, and, and coach, you know how important hosting in the NCAA tournament is because you went to Arizona last year and knocked them off in what was a phenomenal game. But goodness, that environment was electric. And you look at the crowds that have been there inside Carmichael this year, wondered just how much of an advantage a great home court environment is. Could you shed some light on that, on just how important it would be to be able to play at home inside Carmichael? Yeah, I think one of the stat people were telling me that people win 70% of the games that are played at home throughout the year in, in competitive basketball, right? And so there's a home advantage. You know, it's it's an indoor sport, so every noise is amplified. Um, and clearly there's been great followings for these great programs that have great traditions like ours. Um, so it would just, it would mean a lot to this community who've really come out and supported us all year long. It would mean a lot to our players. It means they've earned kind of that elusive kind of deal, which is to host an NCAA tournament game is, is sort of one of those kind of elusive benchmarks. Um, and it gives you the better, it gives you on, on paper, a better opportunity to get to a sweet 16, which is, you know, one round away from the final four. So yeah, it, it would be, it would be great for our program. I love that. As we lead into Selection Sunday coming up just a few days away now, I'm curious if you personally, do you have any rituals you like to get into between conference tournament and the NCAA tournament? Any Are you superstitious, anything you typically do? Uh, not really. I think what we've what I really enjoyed is that we've had a chance to connect. I've had a chance to connect individually with all of our players and and just reflect on the year that was for them, uh, the regular season, both uh, the highs and the lows and and take a moment to reflect because it's the only time, it's the only week of the year where you don't know who you're playing next. I mean, in May, you know who you're playing in November, right? And so it's that one week. Um, so just an opportunity to really reflect on the year and then and see what they need moving into the next two weeks as we prepare for a great weekend opportunity. Um, so that's probably what I've, I've most valued about this week. Um, but otherwise, in terms of superstitions, if I had superstitions, I would spend too much time doing something that does, doesn't really convert to winning than it is preparing. So no. We'll get right back to our conversation with Coach Banghart. But first... This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. We've just passed the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook, because now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn all about it. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And what a great opportunity to take time and reflect on what's been an incredible, incredible season. What, As you've talked with the ladies this week, what are some of the things that have kind of come up in those reflections? Uh, you know, as you, as we alluded to earlier, I think the quality of our wins and the consistency of our play to not have, you know, if you look at the top uh, 15, 16, 20 teams in the country, there's a lot of bad, there's a, a lot of teams have just one at least bad loss. And we just, we haven't, we've been able to stay committed to the process to avoid that. Right. Um, I think also the, the, the energy of Carmichael is something that keeps coming up as something my kids are really proud of that they've, they've brought the energy back, you know, and the student body and the regular community fans are really wrapped their arms around this team. And we feel honored and, and, and really special that that's, it's been a, a special place to play um, and to be in the conversation in year four 
for hosting an NCAA tournament game is something that, as I reflect, I'm really proud of. Absolutely. Speaking of which, the selection show coming up on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And with that in mind, Coach, what what are the plans? What will you and the team be doing, hanging out? And perhaps most importantly, what's on the menu? Yeah, that's exactly it. We're actually going to go over to Top of the Hill, which is one of our favorite places in town. It's a great venue. It holds a lot of people. Um, and I, we did that last year as well because so many in the community have, have, have taken part in our success and want them to be feel a part of, of us finding out our next our next journey. So um, doing it in my house almost feels a little bit selfish. I'd be keeping uh, our team away from everybody else. So, yeah, we're going to go to Top of the Hill. You know, They'll be eating beforehand so that we can take just take the event in. Um, you know, the event, this, the selection show is pretty quick. So it's, I think it starts at eight. So, you know, people will be out by, by eight 30 or nine. Um, so yeah, top of the hill it is Sunday night. I love that. As you just said a second ago, I cannot believe you are already wrapping up your fourth year at Carolina. I mean, still six more games to go, of course, nope, this right. season before we wrap that up, right. but, but the progression coach has been incredible. 16, oh, 14, 7, 11, that first season, no postseason. And then, you're, of course, we've got some COVID stuff wrapped into that. What a ridiculous ride that was. Your second year, 13-11, and 8-9 and nine in ACC play, a 10 seed, lost to Alabama. Last year, 25-7, 13-5 in the ACC, a 5 seed. You played South Carolina within single digits, gave them everything they could handle. Yeah. This year, 21-10, 11-7, won an ACC tournament game for the first time. Right on this verge of a top four seed, which, come on, folks, it's got to happen. What? on earth coach is fueling this year over year progression that you guys have been able to achieve, you know, just good players that have gotten better in the off season. I think we do a good job of, 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 of player development here. And so our pieces are better year to year um, recruiting, you know, we've taken, it takes a lot of our time and, and it takes a lot of our, a lot of our effort and it's important, you know, the life love, the lifeblood of your program is who you have in it. Right. And so we spend a lot of time recruiting. So I think we have the right people here. Um, and once you get the right people here and they're committed to getting better, um, you know, kind of the rest takes care of itself. Absolutely. It does. Now, earlier you talked about uh, some games missing players and obviously you never want to be without players like Alyssa Utsby or Eva Hodgson, but you've had to do that for an extended time. Mm-hmm. That said though, how valuable was it to get extended time for someone like Paulina Paris or to be able to work Kayla McPherson in midstream to get her some reps ahead of this postseason run? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like life, right? The, the perspective is important, but when you're living it, it doesn't always feel so good, right? <laughs> so when I was looking down our bench and we had, you know, four or five guys in, in, in warm-up suits, you know, that was hard. Um, but at the same time, to see now that Destiny Adams and Paulina Paris and, and um, Kayla McPherson and all these guys have had such valuable minutes in critical play, in ACC play, not just in the non-conference, um, you know, we're as healthy as we've been, and that's what you want. You want to be really healthy at the right time, and we do feel like we're as healthy as we can be um, going into the tournament, and that's still with two weeks left to go to uh, get our heads and, and, and mind wrapped around the challenge ahead. All right. Great stuff upcoming for Coach Banghart and UNC Women's Basketball. We're looking for that top four seed so they can host inside Carmichael. Make sure you tune into the Selection Show Sunday night, March 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Coach Banghart, thanks so much. Good luck the rest of the way. You got it. Happy birthday to, to your daughter and um, go Heels. Go Heels. Big thanks to Coach Banghart for joining us on today's show. Cannot wait to see how she and the team performs as they get into the NCAA tournament, hopefully as a host site for the first and second rounds. 
Really appreciate you diving in. Would love for you to review the show on Apple. If you listen to podcasts there, just to help spread the reach of the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow me at Isaac Shade. Please email the show. We'd love to have more conversations with you about anything you want to talk about. Locked on Tar Heels at gmail.com. Please don't forget also to subscribe to the show, smash the like button, and leave some comments on your thoughts on this women's team for your next listen check out the brand new show on the locked on network locked on college basketball where myself and andy Patton take you around the college basketball landscape in 30 minutes five days a week it is the perfect time to dive into that show if you're looking for some great college basketball content it's available on youtube and anywhere else you get podcasts as always really appreciate you joining and want to remind you that it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. until tomorrow peace